two final thoughts on an extraordinary week. So no capital gains tax. I'm going to say something French about this. It doesn't mean I'm about to swear. I'm actually going to say some French. Plus ça change, plus c'est la même chose. It means the more things change, the more they stay the same. An old French philosopher said that. We have a Labour-led coalition government that came in with a coalition partner who said at the time that capitalism had failed. They called themselves a transformational government. They said this year was the year of delivery. They spooked the business sector with a minimum wage rise and a halt to future oil and gas and exploration. And they gave beneficiaries a bit of a pay rise in the 1st November that they were in power. And then... Nothing. To be honest. Their labour law reform has been stymied. Immigration figures are out. They show they're back on the rise. They haven't cut immigration. The teachers' pay dispute is deadlocked. Chris Hipkins and his plans for the new hubbed-up education system in the end of tomorrow's schools. Where's he going to get the money for that? The zero-carbon bill is marooned in a rising tide of scepticism and a lack of coalition support. The number of vulnerable children are on the rise, despite the fact the Prime Minister said that was her number one job this term. The mental health and state care abuse reports are still eons away. Quietly this week, Grant Robertson reiterated the budget responsibility rules, so there will be no spending greater than revenue for a tax and spend government. They're failing. In fact... I am now finding it hard to find any concrete evidence that this government is fundamentally different from the previous two governments, Ken Clark. They've all been pragmatic, poll-driven compromises. Ardern and Key, in particular, are two sides of the same coin, and they're actually not wildly different in their actions, only in their fancy rhetoric. And their talk. They talk a great talk. But the walking of the walk seems to be the same for the last 20 years. And you know what? That doesn't worry me at all. Because I'll just get on with being the best I can be, and so should you. Well, a fascinating time. All 483 days of this tax working group, all the fire, all the brimstone, all the smoke, all the ashes, and then absolutely nothing at all. What a waste of time. Meanwhile, Auckland's underground rail development just blew its budget by a billion and could be late in completion. Gee, what a surprise. I never saw that coming. Did you? (laughs) Wow. Does this happen with infrastructure builds? You're joking. Pull the other one. Now, we can't cry over the blown budgets because, frankly, we're too far gone now. The holes have been dug through half a street. And in 20 years' time, we will be thankful for this infrastructure. And the pain of the bill will fade. And I've always said, what a pity we hadn't done this or we didn't do this way back in the 1950s or 60s, before the city spread like uh, Billio. But now the Auckland mayor has to find $500 million to fund this billion-dollar blowout. And he wants to keep his promise not to increase the rates. So he's got a plan. And that plan may include selling or leasing the council's 4,500 city car parks. Now, when I heard this, I went, no. I greeted it with some despair, because those 4,500 car parks are the last affordable car parks left in Auckland City. And then I stopped and thought to myself, why did 
Pilgoth volunteer this idea of the four and a half thousand city car park so quickly. And then I thought, is this part of their plan? Could it be that if they give the car parks to private industry and we watch the prices shoot up into the stratosphere, the result will be more people are forced out of their car because they can't afford the parking. Now, depending on which way you stand, this is either a genius idea or a new level of social engineering evil. And it's all, I'll tell you what, it's even more brilliant when you realize a lot of people who complain that councils are in too many businesses that should be in private sector hands can't complain about this plan unless they want to be seen as self-serving hypocrites. The Hour.